Podcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Oh, AfterBuzz TV. The destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Just let it, let it sit for a second. If you recognize this theme song, it's the theme from Sweeney Todd, because Paige went totally freaking Sweeney Todd on a vote for this episode. Holy mother of God! No, so much happened. I wasn't ready for this. God, this music is so good. This this episode was what I love about Graceland. You, the slow realization of what's really happening. Mm-hmm. As soon as he shot Logan in this episode, I'm like, oh my God, the rubber bullets. Oh my God, Mike's no. not watching Paige. Holy crap, the cover's gonna be... Oh my god. Yeah, like in a way oh. that you want it to. Oh god. Yeah. Oh god. Oh <laughs> guys, thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV Graceland After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Go ahead and tweet us with, uh, at, uh, hashtag ABTV Graceland, or you know what, just tweet directly to me at Stephen Lemieux or at Stephanie Georgie, at Stephanie Georgie. Uh, we are talking season three, episode nine, until Hand of Glory. If you haven't already, go to youtube.com slash AfterBuzz TV and subscribe. Go to iTunes, search after Buzz Graceland and leave us a five star rating and a comment because you know why we love you that's why mm-hmm. all right I am in the live chat and everyone is just kind of like holy crap right? well, this is man crazy episode please nobody blame Mike for ha- for Paige having to kill that guy honestly oh, are it was you Mike's <laughs> fault we're gonna blame him are you kidding me this guy is so dumb I'm getting sick of his intuition I'm getting sick of him trying to be the top dog and just put trust into some people you just came back from being a crackhead for a couple of months why do you think your head is in the right place? It sucks because Stupid. at the same time, I know why Briggs couldn't tell them. Because I'm thinking like... What I said to you... Why didn't Briggs just tell them what he was planning on doing? What was going on with Logan? Because they wouldn't even let Paige go to the initiation, mm-hmm. let alone go to the initiation knowing that Briggs was going to intentionally blow her cover for the op. Right. So it it was just Mike wouldn't have allowed it, so he had to trick Mike, but he wouldn't. he didn't think Mike would actually go through with his doubt on him. But, guys, this is a crazy episode that we have to kind of take on. All the stories are intertwining except for Charlie's story. So let's knock out Charlie's story and then just rock through everything because it's ridiculous. Okay, so Charlie's story begins with uh, Jake's being really, really, really tired and sleepy and Charlie waking up because she just can't let anyone have chill. Mm -hmm. So uh, she says they're tracking down the gun runners. Jake's wants a big house, beautiful wife, and a million dollars. And she wants Jake to become the bad guy and set Jermaine up because even if he's a... Um, informant or whatever, he's still not supposed to be doing a lot of the stuff he's doing. So they're trying to kind of loop him in and put him in a loophole there. Uh, Moving on, we get Jake's and Charlie in a car, and Jake's is smoking a big, fat Cuban cigar. He's like, you know what? There are worst covers to be in. A rich guy smoking Cubans in Miami. Yeah, you know, I mean, there are worst covers. Uh, Charlie gives this... Charlie decides to completely ruin the mood of the car and Mm -hmm. say... You know, when you're pregnant, and Jake's is probably at this moment thinking, God damn it, can you just not bring that up again? And uh, Charlie says, she wouldn't touch like this, like cigars when you're preggers. No, she was just emphasizing how 
simple she things was, like yeah, that. Yeah, you know, she was sitting next to him. She's like, damn, that looks good. And so she wanted to take it. She enjoyed it. And then, of course, because that situation just happened to her, she was just thinking how, had she been pregnant, she wouldn't, she would have looked at it and not even thought twice. You I know. know. Just one of those things that, like, You're like God all Jake's kill. is thinking about is having to get undercover and do this, and then... She's like, oh, wait, I lost my baby. And you're just... He, like, that has to throw you off. You're like... Mm-hmm. Uh, it does. It's, like, it's okay, like one it's of those situations... He's allowed to reminisce. He's, he's, got, he's just got to be in the car, like... <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought like, you were going to be like, get a hold of yourself, no, no, Charlie! No, like, it's going to be do, okay. Do, do, do. <laughs> No, it's ridiculous. So Jake's his goal is to basically spook him enough to hire Jake's. He wants to spook Jermaine enough to hire Jake's. He says he can do that all right. So Jake's goes inside the place and is smoking a cigar and Jermaine's like, it's all wrong. <laughs> you know, my he suddenly becomes a little bit London. So yeah. I was like, you know what? Freaking Mike Myers or uh, what's Austin, Austin Powers. Powers. You know what? Austin Powers. Get out of here with that. It's all wrong. You don't come into a smoke shop smoking a cigar already. And uh, you don't set a meeting with me unless you've got lots of cash. You, you're pulling sixes and sevens, mate. Yeah. Um, and Jake's makes fun of his accent by saying, look, I know exactly what, how this conversation's going to go. I'm going to say, hey, I want to work for you. And you're going to say, no, I've got everything covered here. You know, why don't you take your cheeky and get out of here? Yeah. And basically, <laughs> I forgot exactly what he said. But Jake says, look, I'm going to read you right now. You live abroad. Yes. Obviously, it took you three days to get here after the... He uh, chose his words wisely. I really like what the writers had him say. Yeah. You live abroad. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you're hyper-intelligent. Every step on this soil could be your last, mm-hmm. which is why you're super careful. And You are acutely aware of like everything that's, that's going, going on. on. Mm-hmm. And I want to be your contact in the States. And he says, because... We, you don't want to be here when the S hits the fan, mm-hmm. and the fan's always spinning. Right. And then Jermaine has a cigar, and he's like... He has a moment of non-intelligence and says, you're right. <laughs> I don't always hire undercover agents to be my money launderers. But when I drink Dos Equis, I mean... Then your accent just changes into something. Yeah. Actually, right now, because of that, shout out to Natalie Osei, because... You know why, girl. <laughs> You'll know why later after the show, but I'm not going to say it now. Is it? Uh, who's Natalie Osei? She tweeted. She says that she rolls her eyes with me every time you make some corny jokes. But hashtag she loves us. Oh, okay. That's, so that's we good. love you, boo. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. And shout out to Mary W. Sacrificing some sleep to listen live tonight. Crazy episode. Mm-hmm. And Nicholas Melinda says, by the end of the season, Paige has to pay for her sins. And Tiara spells like, I got gone girl flashbacks during the scene. Ooh. Oh, my God. Robin Sanders has a really good point. What? The carpet and couch got ruined by the blood. How are they ever going to replace it? Hey, seriously, though. Now they have tour. They've never killed anyone in their house. I'm just worried about the the blood on her dress. You know, she's not going to be able to. Actually, no, that'd be a pretty sick dress to wear again. You'd be like, damn. For Halloween, you mean? No, just like in general. Nice little design. That's disgusting. I killed a guy in this dress. I thought it was perfect that she was wearing all white because how melodramatic was it when they walked in, the three of them standing like that, and she's like. She's like, it's straight up the scene out of Carrie, except less blood. Um, so back to Charlie's storyline. The next time we, we see J- Jake's is meeting at Jermaine's office, and it turns out it's a house, and he says, what do you think this cost me? 555 max. Mm-hmm. He says he paid 1.8 mil for it, and he explains, how much money do you think's in this house? And all these people in their underwear are tearing apart the walls, and Jake says, about 2 million. And he's like, very acute eye. And Jake's kind of does the math and says, basically, 
you know, you're you're getting two hundred thousand is your thirty five percent cut. You're pulling a million. This house is full of money, so he's probably trying to clean the money. Mm-hmm. Um, Jermaine asks Briggs, tells Briggs, tells uh, Z, Z or whatever the guy's name to go home, spend not the Briggs. day. Jakes. No, not, not not Jake. Sorry, I mean not Briggs. Jermaine tells the Z guy to go home and tells Jake's to take his spot. Take his spot. Hope you're wearing underwear. Uh, do you know why they're wearing underwear? It's so they have nowhere to hide the money. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So all the it's like and drugs. Also, so he could see Brett and Jay McLaren's sexy ass body. Get it, boy. Sorry, he was like, "Where you He's going to direct out? message you I after know. this. <laughs> No, but you look He'll be good, like, brother. you know, you can get it. You can get it if you want it. <laughs> anyway, so uh, the client's name is Swiggy, which is a really lame name, but people like to feel like they're swaggy naming themselves Swiggy. He brings in one mil every three months. They break it out of the walls and count it. Uh, he says it's about 70 kilos, and uh, I love Jake's. He's like, how many in pounds? And he's like, a S ton. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get this whole kind of montage of their operation of Smurfs deliver the cash to the businesses. The businesses are cash-only businesses. They can account for a higher overhead random month, so it kind of cleans it without the IRS being worried. Uh, then there's a new house purchased by Swiggy. He starts be- filling it with the dirty money, and the whole process begins over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake's kind of tries to woo the little bank teller really quickly, but that's about it. So then we go to a club, or it's actually a yacht, and we walk into Jake's and Jermaine talking to, or Jermaine's talking to Swiggy. Jake's walks in to a guy, a story about a guy strangling. I know, um, really brutal, like. Yeah, and the girl's like, tree-tree. cut him down. He's strangulating. So Swiggy's like, yeah, I cut him down, but not before he crapped his pants. What? Roll your eyes, Natalie. <laughs> roll your eyes, Natalie. Cue eye roll. All Cue right. eye roll. So Jake meet, Jake's meets with Jermaine and says, that guy, why do you do business with that guy? He's right proper scum. And he says, yeah, he's right proper scum, but he's also the host of this party because without anything, this doesn't ha- this any this couldn't happen. And Jermaine gives this huge history lesson about Vegas was built by the money laundering. The first yes. people, he uses a uh, Irish slang slur, the mix. Mm-hmm. Um you know, that's how they got the Kennedys in the office was drug money was from Prohibition. People people before Prohibition who didn't have money made a lot of money because of Prohibition. And right. that's kind of the money that went into the politics to get the Irishman elected in the White House and things like that. So that's the backstory thing. Mm-hmm. And then he mentions Vegas. Then he mentions Miami's, the Latinos' and coke money. And, you know, they're all valid points because yes. if you really look for it, if a guy makes, let's say, $3 billion with drugs... Uh-huh. And builds an entire city and then is arrested. The city doesn't just go away. The city stays. The mm-hmm. empire still stays. It's just the different people running it. Yeah. So people are taking these drug money, building these empires, and the empire may fall, but the buildings stay, and that's how cities are created. Right. It's basically, it's kind of like the underground way of underground SimCity. That's so great. It's like if you took SimCity and combined it with Breaking Bad and you had like, I say my name, see City. Sim city. No, SimCity, the game. Oh. Where you build your city yeah, yeah, and you have the infrastructure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. Um, and then... That is kind of crazy. And I do like... I like what Jermaine had to say there, what he said. That's why any man I like this kingdom. business, because any man can build a kingdom. And best line from Breaking Bad is, I'm not in the business of meth, I'm in the business of empires. Shut up, Breaking Bad. 
I know you heard me back there, James. Stephanie Georgie doesn't like Breaking Bad, but you know what? Stephanie Georgie is wrong. Anyway, you should watch Breaking Bad. Uh, Mary you should says, watch Graceland on the USA Network. No, you should watch Graceland on the USA Network because it's pretty awesome. It is. It's so good. Can nobody say it's not good because it's so good? But anyways, now let's better than season two. It's I think so this season's good. better than season it's, two. Well, you know what, though? Every season's gotten better, which is ultimately what you would want from a show. But they're killing it right now. They're killing it. And if you want to be killing it, you should go ahead. Oh, wait. Pause. Why do you think that Charlie had this, like, weird look towards the end when she was taking those uh, those shots of them from far away? I feel like she recognized something or, like, a, some type of a behavior that Jake's was doing that she kind of had to, like, take. she was, like, taken back and, like, looked at it. Well, because Jake's is undercover next to the guy that basically forced her into the position that she lost her child. Jake's really hates the guy, and I think she can see that Jake's really hates the guy. And I don't know, it's kind of interesting what she was doing. I feel like she peeped something out that we didn't. Yeah, I I wasn't sure. Okay, anyways. I wasn't sure. Um, But before I was interrupted with my segue going into the iTunes read, but (laughs) we put a pause in it, but you know, if you guys want to be killing it, go ahead and go to iTunes, search After Buzz Graceland, leave us five stars, and leave us a comment, and we will give you a shout out. You know what? You guys should go ahead and also go to Twitter, and Twitter does something about the show so we can give you a shout out as well, because you know what? That is the one way to get in touch directly with us, at Stephen Lemieux, as well as at Stephanie Georgie. Um, I will say... If you, in fact, if, if anyone's watching right now, I mean, feel free to tweet me. I got my phone on me. I mean, I already shouted out Mary5768 on Twitter, as well as Mackenzie at ILHS Dance 2017 mm-hmm. And Nicholas Melendez always watches every week, so he's yeah. awesome. And Natalie Osei, can't wait to watch Graceland. I roll my eyes along with... Okay, now I see what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, great. Thanks, Natalie. You know, making me feel bad and stuff. Um, and then in the chat, you know... Nicholas Melendez says, what's wrong with you? Have you not seen slash not like Breaking Bad? But he spelled Breaking Bad wrong. All right, so let's go ahead and move forward. We kind of covered the Charlie storyline. I'm sorry we're rushing, guys. We only have 28 more minutes because it just tonight was crazy and I didn't have time to watch it right on time. uh, Steve and I would be multitasking with our undercover agent jobs that we have other than After Buzz TV. The whispering is for the dramatic effect. Please tell me you're rolling your eyes. No, that's a good (laughs) joke. Okay, get it. All right, so Logan in a chair is how we open the episode. Briggs is interrogating Logan. He's got a recorder setting up. Logan's like, are you going to kill me? And Briggs says, you don't ask the questions. Briggs walks out. Ari's not happy. It's taking too long. And Briggs is telling Ari that, you know what? We should just find out what he knows. Give it some Mm -hmm. time. And... Great line from Ari. I hate to see a half-smoked cigarette on the ground. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you know, we can give it some time. Uh, Martun is giving Tauros his initiation tomorrow, which basically means Martun is passing down the leadership onto Tauros, where they're going to do tattoos and everything. And it's a whole big thing. So Ari leaves and Briggs decides, you know what? He can sit in that chair overnight. Mm-hmm. I'll peace out, too. So Briggs leaves, too. Uh, next we have Paige doing pull-ups, and Mike and Briggs are kind of in the same kind of situation. Uh, Mike's asking about Briggs. Mike tells Johnny and Paige that Briggs grabbed Logan. So basically Mike's just being a snooty snoot snoot, mm-hmm. like trying to investigate. Which almost, which almost makes me feel bad because as right after that first scene with Briggs and Logan, I genuinely looked over to Steven and was like, you know what? I'm bringing it up because I asked to remind me to bring it up. But I, I thought, I'm like, you know, are Briggs' intentions his intentions or is he being the bad guy again? Because sometimes you really don't know. So I feel bad now for talking crap about Warren because I would have been there with him. Yeah, you're right. Let's go find Briggs. 
Yeah, I mean, it's <sighs> it's kind of one of those things that Briggs is not doing the best job of playing to people's strengths. But it's because he knew he that's how Mike acts. Yeah, exactly. So right. like when like it was his chance to tell Mike when Mike came to him alone. This is was, what's really going to happen, but you can't say anything because of this. Yeah. But then I feel like Briggs is right. Sometimes when a situation that's undercover, when it needs to blow up that way in a natural, organic way, you can't tell anyone. But he knows Mike, and he knows how Mike acts, right? and he knows what Mike's going to do, and he knows that. Anything that Mike does could jeopardize what he's got going on with Logan. So he should have at least just told Mike once he got any whiff of Mike sniffing it out. Because if mm-hmm. somebody's sniffing something out, you have to give him something. Right. You can't just say nothing's happening yeah. with a blank stare like your Briggs stare because it's only going to make him want to know more. Exactly. Briggs didn't give him anything, though. So it leads to it. So anyway, so Briggs walks in and is like, yo, what up, guys? Kidnapped Agent Logan. How's yeah. it going? Uh, and he plays them the tape. We get a flashback. A tape again, just like the other seasons. Right. You know, you get the tape. <laughs> Briggs oh, is talking God. to Logan, tells Logan they are close to getting him. Logan says, do whatever you have to do. Just the second you can get me out of here, get me out of here. And he mm-hmm. says, Paul, I do not want to die here. So Briggs is telling Mike he was wrong when Mike brings up the fact that, no, you were telling Ari the license plate the other day. Yeah. I, I heard you. And Mike says, Briggs gave Ari the license plate number. You know, like, I know what I heard. And it's like, Briggs is like, Mike, shut the hell up. Come on. Just chill. But that would have been that should have been when Briggs told Mike the truth and been like, hey, this is what's going on. Uh, Briggs just brushes him off. Next, we get Paige on the phone with Tauros. And Tauros is inviting Paige to the initiation. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be with me or not? You know what? Yes. Toros, aka Val Lauren, is there is something so attractive and appealing about him. For a second, I was like, "Oh, Paige, maybe you should just fall for him, and then you guys can be together." No. You hear that <laughs> silence, guys? Yeah. Uh, Why? Toros? So we get this montage of Paige looking sexy as hell. Holy yeah. mother of God. That lingerie Get and girl, Sorinda Swan. Damn, Sorinda. Uh, she's going into. The, she's going to go to the Sarkissian inter- initiation, and Mike says they should move in and things like that. And, she, and or no, everyone's like no. And she's like, if this was any guy, mm-hmm. you wouldn't think twice about him going to a cover when it's literally there's a bunch of people around. Like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Mike says that it's great because once Paige is close to Taurus, they can move in and take them all down. Briggs is being super sketchy. Briggs is still being weird. Mike asks Briggs what's going on. Briggs says nothing's going on, Mike. Hmm. Like, if there's a, if there was ever a suspicious way to answer the question, what's going on here? Ask me the question, what's going on? Steven, what's going on here? No, nothing's going on, Stephanie Georgie. I'd be like, okay, I believe you. See Everything's ya. fine, Stephanie Georgie. <laughs> Everything's fine. Why you gotta have to say my last name for? Stephanie Georgie. Why you gotta use my government name for? Your government name? I don't know your middle name, so I can't use your government name. I don't have a middle name. I'm gonna name you Stephanie Rosa Georgie. Because it's so stereotypical. Alright, so Jake's and Charlie are... Oh, wait, that got to skip that. So, Paige at the house. This is part of Paige's story. Taurus.Page was avoiding him. She says, you know, I've just been scattered and sick. It's just sad, though, because you genuinely see Toros develop this liking towards Paige. And that's why Paige was all, like, distraught about it. And even during the undercover part, you know, where she sees... That's the worst part about being undercover is when people open up to you and you see a good in them. If there's anything we know about Paige, it's that she gets really emotional and attached to people that she barely knows. Okay. We noticed that from season two. I thought that, too, but... I don't know. Uh, Lena! Lena! <laughs> no, but I just feel bad because 
it's weird to hear Toro's side of the story. Not that it justifies him doing all these bad things, but at the same time, it was, you know, he took care of his mother and then he was just being loyal, but... So know. he's nervous, he's he's like tense, and she's like... Calming him down. Whatever uphill climb, you have me by your side. She didn't say what like that. What do you want? She... Everything. She didn't say it like that. <laughs> Did you bring what I told you? Yes. I know. I was worried. I was like, "What is? What is?" Probably it that? lingerie. I'm assuming. No, Demi. The the shaving kit. Oh, the shaving <laughs> kit. Oh, okay. I wasn't even thinking about that. Okay. Did you? I was thinking like the lingerie because she was wearing white. Like, She's you, like, "Yes, ripped you're gonna, and." You're not going to wear a white dress over black lingerie. I'm sorry, you don't do that. I don't think that's a thing you do. Am I, I correct? Mean, what? You it's, don't wear a white dress over black lingerie? It, but you can wear a slip over the, the lingerie. Okay, so it'll cover up. Okay, because I was just like... Mm, it's okay. I'll okay. teach you about that stuff later. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what Brianna would say about I that. Know. But... I, I, I know. <laughs> oh my God. So, back to uh, Mike and Johnny in the car. Mike's saying that Logan is Briggs' biggest adversary in the case. What would you do to somebody who's a problem? You'd take him out. Johnny won't listen to him, but Mike convinces Johnny that Briggs only wanted them on Paige so they wouldn't watch him because he's like, Paige isn't a liability. Mm-hmm. Well, Paige is about to be a liability, but you just won't wait. I know. You have no chill. Yeah. Alright, so, driving up to Ari, Briggs' story, Ari's eating a nice ice cream sandwich. He paid four fifty for this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fancy sandwich. Briggs says maybe they'll go get some acid if the hand tools don't work. And I'm thinking they're just going to go trip balls on some acid, but no, no, it's actually the battery acid that they used on Colby. Yeah, yeah, that's some crazy stuff. So, oh my god, that's so sad. Next, we see Logan in a chair, and he's really like bleeding. He's really messed up, and he's like, "Come on, let me out, man!" And then Briggs is like. Do you remember what they used on Colby? Right, and that was just so... This whole part is just so intense, especially when he started giving names because he was in that much pain that I couldn't figure out. I'm like, okay, he knew that this was happening because in the beginning, Briggs said, I I told you they were going to get somebody and he obviously couldn't guarantee that it was going to be him or anyone else. But So he, he knew that he was about to indulge in some like bad stuff, but that was a lot... And then I got confused because he didn't say anything about Briggs, but then did say Paige because he he literally had no one else to say, well, or he couldn't blow anyone else's cover. No, this was it was the plan from the beginning to to, to say drop Paige? Paige's name, but you oh. can't just give it away, right? Because they wouldn't believe it. it. Yeah, so okay. like basically, I believed Logan when he said, "I'm saying the <laughs> word. I'm lesbian? saying the word." Sorry, that was funny when Ari. That was no, yeah. But uh, he asks if I remember what the Logan says. It's time to call it in. It's like I'm saying the word. I'm saying the word. And Briggs opens the brag. Paul, don't do it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just one of those things where you sign up for something and you know it's going to suck. But then, like halfway through, just like Mike going through the other thing, like he's doing everything he can to get out of the the rehabilitation and then of being it just tied to the bed. Too much. Yeah, but like Briggs has already been on it. Like mm-hmm. they've already. He's already set. He's already gotten the permission from Logan. He's yeah. not going to give it up. So oh, we go back. Goodness. Oh, man. So we get Tauros and Paige again, and she's shaving him for the tattoos. Mm-hmm. She's shaving his wrist. He's got, like, she's got the razor right on his wrist, and you're like, oh, wow, this is, like, he super trusts her. He's got a scar on her neck, and he says, it's a gift from his father for protecting his mother, from mm-hmm. protecting him from his mother. Uh, he had been, she had been beaten, had four bones broken in her face, and oh. after his father sobered up, Martoon brought him to his office to discuss how we're going to patch her up, and, and nobody saw him again. again. Uh, Paige is feeling for him slightly. I mean, this was really good acting on Val's part. Oh, it's absolutely. a really, really heartfelt 
unbelievable story. Uh, I like how he is when he's intense with Paige. Yeah. It's, it's like there's a level of passion that he exudes in both his evilness and his, like, the loving part where he wants her. So, I don't know. It just kind of trips me out because I think that every time that he's on the screen, I fall into what's going in. Well, like, every time he's what's with Martoon, he acts like a brown noser. Every time he's with Ari, he acts like he's not good enough mm-hmm. and just kind of like a snooty little well, like, bitch. That's what I'm saying. When he gets frustrated, it's like a real frustration. Yeah, it's like he acts like a real person when he's around Paige, mm-hmm. not around the other people. So, uh, Johnny and Mike, Briggs' car is there. They're watching the building. And Mike says, wouldn't you just... Oh, this is when they said, wouldn't you eliminate the problem? Johnny's going to go in. Mike says, no. Says, Briggs is a better shot than both of us. We need a team. Mm -hmm. So, they're waiting for a team before they can go in. In the warehouse, however, Ari is putting gloves on his hand. And he's got a big, big thing of the acid. Because this is the same acid that's in... Oh, no! (laughs) I was going to use the comparison of Breaking Bad. I know. Because I knew you were going It's only plastic. That, that's the yeah, stuff, right? Yeah. Okay. Damn it. <laughs> Steffi G coming through. Whatever. So he tells the story of... Because I was confused when he was pointing on his hand. That's why I was like, what are you doing? But okay. He tells the story of when they would have to either execute people or take a hand from them when they stole. Mm-hmm. They would take the severed hand and take the fat from it and make a candle. Then they would light it on fire and it could open any door. It was like a spiritual. It was a magic hand. And... It's called the Hand of Glory. So, as he's telling the story, he's pouring the acid on his gloved hand. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking, like, is he just intimidating him? Is he going to actually dump the acid on Logan? No, he takes the gloved hand and holds it covered in the acid on Logan's arm. And Logan is just screaming. And this has got to be super, super, like super sizzling. painful. Oh, that's disgusting. Takes his hand away and it's, like, foamed up and really gross. Great on the special <laughs> effects team. Right. Um, and Logan gives up Paige. She says, look, it's the blonde chick, Paige, Paige so-and-so. She's a DEA agent. DEA agent has a game. She's with Tor- She's with Tauros. And she's going to take, uh, Ari figures out she's going to take down Martoon because he's right. with him at the his initiation. So well, he- Briggs sells to Ari that Tauros is selling them out alongside Paige. Mm-hmm. And th- well, because first Briggs was trying to say if we believed her, but then Ari said he, because Logan dropped clear line and everything else that they had done, and that they were cuddled up together, that's why he knew. Yeah. So he Briggs tries to sell it to set up Ar- to set up uh, Taurus, so Ari's back's next in line. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is what happens because when Tev calls Toros. Yeah. So. He he says he wants to see them. He says nothing about being angry. So Ari calls t- uh, Tev. Tev wants Ari to go get Tauros, and Briggs puts bullets in Logan. Mm-hmm. And I'm at this point, I'm like, oh, it's rubber. But it's still really impactful. Like, well, this- I got so scared. I thought that was real. I was like, yeah, really, you- man? Get out of here. When you watch the scene, you're like, holy shit. Yeah. Oh, crap. I said the S word. Um, you're like, holy just- crap. And then I'm thinking, oh, wait, yeah, it's it's got to be rubber because Briggs wouldn't just off Logan this way because mm-hmm. he could have killed him a hundred times. Why don't you be trying to keep him alive and him giving a page is too convenient? Right. So we go back to Taurus and Paige, and he's really nervous. Everyone's resentful of Taurus because they always thought it would be Ari in the seat. Mm-hmm. And Paige gets a call, and it's Briggs just saying, hey, yeah, you got to get out of there. You're burned. Yeah. What? It's like, yeah, you're, you're uh, Logan gave you up. You're burned. So you should probably get out of there. And he's like, I, I I gotta go to the washroom. I'm gonna mm-hmm. get ready for you, babe. You know what's funny about all of this? Toro's ends up ironically saving Paige by having her bring the shaving kit because she used it to gain trust from Toro's in that moment. She used it to get out of the bathroom and then she uses it to kill him. Yep. Spoiler if you haven't seen that far. Oh. 
<laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, we said at the beginning of the episode, uh, Tauros gets a call that's Tavon, and mm-hmm. we think that Tavon's telling him that yeah, Paige is a DEA agent, but since Ari had pitched it saying that Tauros is with Paige, and they both are trying to set up Martoon. Mm-hmm. They just want to see them both together. They want to get them both. And Tauros is so stoked because they want to meet his girl. Yep. So, yeah, he's, like, excited. So excited. So Mike and the team, Mike, and uh, they go in, and they're holding a gun to Briggs, and then Logan's like, get me up! And Mike says Johnny's following Ari to arrest him, Mm -hmm. and Briggs is like... Come on, Dang it. man. Briggs tells them to get the car. It's like, you, you should get the car now so we can go save Paige because nobody's watching Paige right. now because you're an idiot. Uh, and Logan says this still ends up with you Briggs burning. burning. Yeah. yeah, which is powerful, of course. Well, he's not in the best of moods either. He just had acid put on his arm. Exactly. Paige is at Graceland. She's leaving a voicemail for Briggs saying, I just got home. Everything's fine. She hangs up. And then before she can shut the door, Taurus is right behind her. And he's at Graceland. At this point, we're still thinking... Okay, so does he know she's a DEA agent? How's he going to act? And he's just like, "Why did you leave?" Like right. he's just hurt. Yeah, that's that was that's what surprised me so much, especially when he grabs her by the hand to just have her go back. I'm wondering if he because you know there's relationships and they're in so many different movies and just in people in life where they like the trouble they keep going like when a man loves a woman, you know, like that whole. Have you seen that movie? How she's just a mess up, but he still takes care of her. So I think it's funny that Toros went over there and didn't just lash out on her rather than just thought that, oh, she's kind of a messed up chick, but I really like her and I trust her now, so that's why I'm going to stick with her. That was yeah. weird. Because he, I don't think he had any intentions until she refused. Yeah, pretty much. Well, He would have just taken her back to the church and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so... She says, I don't feel it. I'm an, I'm an outsider. And then he was this. that much more butthurt he at that moment. He was so angry. He's like, I, I brought you in. Yeah. I welcomed you. You're not out. I welcomed you. He's, okay. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> um, so he's getting really upset. He has zero chill. You have to trust me, is what Paige says. Yeah. Then they start fighting. And I'm just thinking, my notes say Mike is screwing this up. Mm-hmm. And... Because they're in the car and Briggs, it cuts to the car and Briggs is telling Mike to drive and Mike's like really anxious right now. And he's choking her. She reaches into her purse, pulls out the razor and just slices him across the throat. Yeah. Which I thought, I didn't know if that was too premature. Like, would he have continued and just like ended up killing her? You know, is he his father's son or? Well, you have, you can't really bet with that when you're in her position. But like. I think it's interesting because, like, one of my notes earlier was when she shaved him. Like, he's jacked as hell. Yeah. Like, he's super muscular. He's jacked. He is. And then this is, like, any other time you can be like, all right, Paige is an agent. Like, she should be able to take somebody on like this if they're attacking her. But, you know, he's, like, super jacked. Yeah. Like, so it makes sense that she can't exactly overpower him, especially in a situation where he's got his hand on her throat. Yeah. Um, It just makes me sad because he went out the way he was scarred. Well, it's, it's, an interesting, it's an interesting juxtaposition because his father was killed because his father was attacking his mom. Right. And he got the scar defending a woman. And now he got killed the same kind of way that he yep. got the scar attacking a woman. Oof. So it's just he didn't learn from his father's mistakes. And Graceland finally gets them. The agents all get there. And she's there. Blood all over her. He's there in a pool of blood. Obviously, it's not just been a second or two. He's obviously dead. Yeah. He's not getting to a hospital anytime soon. I I don't know why I'm sad about it. I really don't know why. I mean, I think it's just sad because it would... Bad villains, you're never sad if they die. 
They gave you a lot of humanity to his character this episode. They, yes. The writing really made you feel for him. Even though he's a bad person mm-hmm. in a way, he's still a human. Right. And, like, you realize that the struggles he's saw, been through to get yeah. to that point and then everything he's worked for is taken taken away from him from just mm-hmm. because of that. And, unfortunately, it's also that he didn't die attacking a DEA agent. He died because she had hurt him so much. Exactly. Like, it's not even like... It wasn't like he was attacking her because she betrayed him. She He was attacking her because he was he just so her. hurt. Right. So... <gasps> Toros. It was like a human versus a human as opposed to a bad guy versus an agent right. in that moment. It was kind of... It's interesting how they wrote it, it was, up like that. Yeah. And it was it was fully with her being undercover. Yeah. It was completely in her thing. And now somebody's been killed at Graceland. We always thought it'd be Sid Markham who got killed at Graceland, but it wasn't. But. Damn, and she just went. Oh, and I do get what you guys mean by it was the Gone Girl thing when she does it to um, to uh, the guy. What's his name? Patrick something. Oh my God, what is the guy's name? Patrick Neil Neil Patrick Neil Patrick Harris. She in Gone Girl. That's how she kills him too. She slices. His Spoiler! Neck. I haven't seen it. No, literally, I haven't seen it. Like, that's a spoiler for Gone Girl. Like, you don't bring that up. Uh, oh, shout sorry, out to, but that's what you meant, right? Okay. Yeah. You'll shout out to right. Miss Amy Sue Lou in, uh, in Twitter, who says, what's up, guys? Uh, Graceland TV UK again just jumped on, said this episode was bananas. bananas. Yes, this episode was absolutely bananas. Uh, some more shout outs to people in the, in the, in the chat. Nicholas says, because they humanized Torres and Toro. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pro Prodigy says, Paige is always in high-risk situations. Nicholas says, Logan was legit boss, staying in cover this episode. Big ups. Mary Lou, Mary W says, I agree with Stephanie. I felt a little sorry for Toros for like a second when he felt Paige betrayed him. Mm-hmm. And Robin Sanders, this is so true. Graceland in a nutshell, zero to a hundred real quick. Yes. I swear to God, uh, put her on the wide shot for a second, uh, James, because this is how it was when they're going back to the, when they get back to Graceland, oh. Stephanie is like this. She's like, <laughs> she is freaking out. I was standing, but she, you know when you can't, like, you can't sit down and like, I just, I was getting a little bit of anxiety and I didn't know what was happening. I know. And I didn't jump around like that. I calmly, I just... Calmly, yeah. Right. Right. She was like, ah! Like, people in the other room were wondering, like, oh, my God, did they just, like, stab her? I'm like, you yes, swear my I cut show your is throat. better than yours. My God. Oh, my, my God. My God. But, like, y'all said, like, Graceland UK said, uh, this episode was 100% bananas. Nicholas Melinda says, great job, Paige. You killed Tauros and almost got Mike killed. Damn, you have problems. Aww. I mean, honestly, I think this episode has completed hashtag redeem page. Mm-hmm. I think she's done her dues for what she did last season. She's finally an interesting character. They're finally giving her interesting plot lines that aren't just her worried about girls that she can't do anything about. Right. Sitting on and the sidelines crying. I'm sorry, dude. You got to be a boss when you got to be a boss. Yeah, it was... A much better, it was a much, she's gotten much better writing this season, I think, as a character they wrote for mm-hmm. her much better. Um, alright, so we gotta talk scenes from next week. And directed by Lucy Liu, did you guys see that in the previews? Let's do hmm. predictions. And now, you're after Buzz. Why are you throwing coasters at me? I don't know, I just feel like it. That's some messed up stuff right there. Tor! Toros is coming back to life. 
What? I'm kidding. That's your that's your prediction. <laughs> no. This isn't this isn't grim. This isn't supernatural. Well, no, but some. You know what's going to happen? Okay, what movie is it? Enemy at the state. Enemy of the state. Yeah. Enemy of the state. You know at the end. No, I don't know. In the kitchen? Have you seen the movie? No, I don't think so. Oh, man, it was Old Smith and everyone, and everybody's like, like both ways. That's Somebody, gonna go down. Please make a gif of that that she just did. No. Um, so the scenes, all I have written down is directed by Lucy Liu and Briggs is pissed. No, but they're all. Ari has a gun pointing to no, Briggs. Yeah. Briggs has his team behind him. We, someone's gonna die. I don't think somebody's gonna die. No. No, I think I, I think killing Tauros was the big death. Uh, At least up until the finale, if they're going to kill somebody. But Taurus was the big death. They killed Mike in the finale last season. I know. God, what? Is, oh, I hope. I hope everyone's right. okay. I love my Graceland character so much. So, Stephen, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I don't like making predictions on this show because I really just <laughs> like watching everything fall apart and like seeing everything that's going. The writers do a great job on this show. That's one thing that you can't say. I predict. Okay, could you stop? Aaron I'm just, I'm just is not even looking at you. All right, I predict we're getting a season four. I predict also. I really, Duh. I really think we're going to get a season four. If you guys know about the ratings and this, I don't really keep track of that. I really hope we get a season four. I um, do too. If we made it to season three, there's no way we don't get a season four after this season. Yeah, it was a great. It was a great episode. It's been a great season so far. Really looking forward to next episode. The next episode is entitled. That's from Zoolander, if you recognize it. Master of the of weak ties. Oh, so no. obviously somebody's not doing a wins or not when they tie their tie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Pro Prodigy says Paige has finally developed more, and Mackenzie says they need to out her to the rest of the house. What in regards to what? I I don't understand that. Um, all right. So worries I have. Okay. Lucy Liu directing an episode. Hey, why? Because she's only directed two episodes of Elementary, and that's it. That's all of her directing she's ever done. How do you know? Because I looked it up on IMDb. Oh, oops. So, obviously those episodes are rated pretty well. Yeah, but she's a Charlie's Angel, so... I know, but I just... She knows action. It always worries me when you take a director who's never directed an episode of Graceland or a show that's three seasons in Mm -hmm. and just throw them into it, because... The writing stays good, mm-hmm. but it just sometimes comes off weird. Right. Like, if they don't know how to put the two together. I understand. Yeah. Like, if they don't... Well, like, I have if hope Lucy for you, Lu- Lucy Lu- If Lucy Liu is a fan of Graceland and knows all, all of the, the episodes... Has seen all the episodes, is a fan of the show, and really wants to do it, you know what? Awesome. Do it. But if we're getting somebody who's just for hijinks, for just promotion, Lucy Liu's directing the episode, I'll keep... I'll stay optimistic, but I don't... I don't know. You like your I, fingers crossed. Yeah, I'll have my fingers crossed, but honestly, I, I don't. I don't think getting a celebrity to direct an episode just for promotional purposes is a good way to treat a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. So that's pretty much our show. Mm-hmm. Um, Guys, continue to talk to us. Continue to talk to I us. I know we say this every week, but seriously, say. I mean, I don't know. Say mean things. No. No, don't say mean things. Say nice things to Stephanie. Say mean things to me because it's hilarious. And you can say nice things to me on Twitter at Stephanie Georgian, on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgian for my other after shows that are coming up later because I just realized that my other ones ended. (laughs) 
Not till October. Whoopsie. Go you crazy. You can find me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X, on Twitter, also doing the Strain After Show on Monday nights and the finale of Killjoys. Guys, if you like Graceland and you like science fiction stuff, Killjoys is surprisingly good. And I'll tell you that right now with like full confidence that you'll enjoy it as we high-five multiple times. <laughs> we love you guys. Totally expected it to suck. It's totally good. Check it out. And take care, guys. We'll see you next week for episode 10. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.